What is going on, Tecmo team? Andy back at you with episode two this week. It's good to be here. Ben, Tyler, we are back. Today we are doing sneaky starts of players who are outside of their top players. Uh, this should be fun. This should give you a better insight as to who you can possibly start, uh, given some weird circumstances. So uh, it's Thursday. Tyler, how the heck are you? I'm doing great. Um, I'm excited. I think there will be a little bit better game. We're not like top tier game this week on Thursday. But uh, nothing will be worse than last week, so be encouraged. I mean, I actually sat and I watched the whole game last week on Thursday because I, I was I was adamant something was going to happen that was going to make me happy, and nothing did. So I literally spent four hours being sad and like hopeful sad, which is the, the worst kind of sad. So uh, we got Ben here as well. Ben, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing great, and maybe that's because I didn't watch a single snap of that awful Thursday night game. I had a fantastic Thursday night, had dinner with my dad, you know, and then came home and saw my wife and my daughter. Like it was, it was a great Thursday, uh, and yeah, maybe maybe that's the key to great Thursday nights is don't watch the awful Thursday night game. And we've got Washington and Chicago this Thursday, so we got a barn burner, as it were, scheduled for this evening. I'm so excited it's just a big sigh excited so but today we're talking about sneaky starts uh looks like only one of our starts is for tonight's game uh, and it happens to be mine so i'm gonna go ahead and throw that out into the tecmo team i think justin field is a perfectly fine stream if you find yourself having no quarterback this week things look look like they're going up for the guy i mean Thursdays are always weird. It's always usually either like a defensive game or something kind of wonky is going on. There's a very good chance Justin Fields has like 70 yards rushing. So if you need like a nice floor baseline, it's going to be fine. I think you can start him if you are in a weird spot with your quarterback. Ben is shaking his head. Love to hear what's going on in your head. I just, I agree with you. There is a floor. He is probably going to rush for some yards. I guess I just want my quarterback to like have some upside. Like the path to 20 points for Justin Fields right now is like he breaks a long run and scores a touchdown. That's the only way I can see it getting there. And I, I guess I think I would just rather have a guy who might throw for three TDs who can get me more points. And I don't think Justin Fields is that guy. So who is your sneaky quarterback start? And then we'll let Tyler jump in to critique us both, if we will. Right now, as we're coming in at quarterback 19 is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is really good. There have been some outrageously bad receiving plays by the Green Bay Packers this year. Not that Rodgers has been perfect himself. He threw that terrible pick six. There have been some tough things. But, like, think back to week one when Christian Watson dropped what was, like, a 60-yard touchdown. Romeo Dobbs had a very similar drop in the New England game a couple weeks ago in the game that I was at. I saw that live. He did make – he did drop that ball. It sucked. Um, literally, that is 120 yards and two touchdowns that Aaron Rodgers really should have. And if you give that to him, it probably rockets him up six, seven spots. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is still really, really good. If Aaron Rodgers is somehow available in your league or even available on the cheap, get Aaron Rodgers. If you've been starting with him, stay with him. He's still very, very good at the football. Yeah, and Tyler, your thoughts on Justin Fields and Aaron Rodgers this week? Yeah, so Justin Fields, if he like, if they actually pass the ball 
uh, more than 15 times, and I like him. Um, uh, and Aaron Rodgers, I feel like Ben cheated the game because he looked at a former MVP and called his name out. But uh, it was in the parameters. I got to the show doc first. I looked at a matchup uh, that that I liked, and I thought about some weapons that are that can – house things for 60 plus yards. And I went with Jimmy Garoppolo uh, with the weapons that he has versus Atlanta. I think that he, this is a very usable week for Jimmy G. Um, so Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't hate it. I mean, again, weird streaming option. Atlanta's always been easy to score on. So I'm with it there. Uh, we're going to just keep the ball rolling. Um, I know he's been uninspiring and I know he's been very frustrating, especially after off the, the off-season hype. Uh, I'm going with A.J. Dillon clocking up outside the top 30 running backs. I think you can still stash him in a flex spot. He's facing the Jets. Uh, we know how much Tyler loves the Jets, and I think A.J. Dillon is going to get some run this week. Uh, I think they're going to look at what they did against the Giants in London, realize we got to feed our two amazing running backs a lot more, and I think A.J. Dillon could be a sneaky good start this week. Uh, there's a good chance he just falls into the end zone, uh, hopefully, maybe even twice. Uh, so I'm going with A.J. Dillon. Uh, that leads us to Ben. Ben, your second guy here. Yeah, I'm going to go with Melvin Gordon. Um, Denver likes to run the ball a lot. Russell Wilson seems to love the check down uh, now that he's in Denver. I, I think he's going to continue to get a fair amount of volume. I understand that he's fumbled four times. I get it. He had some fumble issues his rookie year when he fumbled six times, but he kind of, he shored that up. Melvin Gordon does not have extreme fumble problems. This has happened to other running backs other times before. Zeke Elliott had this happen a couple years ago where he had some fumble issues early. Like fumbles are weird. Guys will carry the ball 290 straight times with no fumbles. And all of a sudden they'll have three in like four games and it, they just come and go in spurts. I wouldn't worry about it. The volume is there. I trust it. And roll with Melvin Gordon. Um, honestly, I think he's a solid every two play probably for the rest of the year. Yeah, especially with Javante out. Uh, Tyler, you're up. Uh, for this pick, I have one of my personal favorites, uh, Raheem the Dream Mostert. Uh, my man went from like 30% to like, I don't know, 50 to 70% to last week plus 90% of the running back uh, duties. Um, uh, Tua is probably still out. Wide receivers look a little banged up. Um, Raheem has been the bright spot in the last couple weeks, and he may get another uh, quite large uh, carry um, count and touch uh, count in this game. Raheem Mostert. Um, play him and sell him. The crazy thing about Raheem Mostert to me is that he was being faded all offseason for Chase Edmonds uh, to the point where, like, Miles Gaskin is, like, dead on fantasy rosters. And Miles Gaskin got more uh, touches than Chase Edmonds did last week. Uh, just a little fun little bonus question for both of you. I don't think either of you are very high on Chase Edmonds going into the year. But is Chase Edmonds at this point, like, droppable? Or is he just, like, a, essentially a handcuff for when Mostert blows a hammy? Tyler, why don't you start? He's a hundred percent a handcuff. You can't drop him. Um, but uh yeah, like I I want to say that I kept thinking that Mostert would be a value this year. And uh and I didn't know if that was just because I liked the guy, 
But um, yeah, you can't drop him. He and sometimes they use packages where they use him in the end zone, um, desperate uh, play. Still monitor. They spent a lot of money on him. They did. That's why I thought he was going to be the guy, but uh, turns out it, it's Raheem Mostert. So um, let's just keep on keeping him. We have a good flow going on right now. Uh, my wide receiver sneaky start, uh, Donovan Peoples Jones from the Cleveland Browns. So he's got three straight or three games with over seven targets. Jacoby Brissett is uh, surprisingly efficient in the passing game. I thought it would be a little bit more rough with him, but he looks you know, competent, capable, uh, Donovan Peoples Jones. If he sees seven targets, he's going to come down with four of them for 70 yards. You need a plug and play flex spot with some banged up receivers or you're in a deep league. Donovan Peoples Jones could do worse. Uh, at least in my opinion, uh, Ben, you got, uh, you got a great guy here that I'm surprised I didn't see on, uh, on the list. I was, I was shocked. I, I feel like you guys are trying to overthink this in some ways. There've been some guys that, have had some duds and so they're outside of the the you know wide receiver two range here and the guy I grabbed is Devonta Smith really it has been he's been the feast or famine guy this year he's had two terrible games of zero and 17 yards and then three phenomenal games um and I just think that he's really talented and he's in a really great offense on an undefeated team um Jalen Hurts is proving to be much better at throwing footballs even though he's still I do think, and I do think overall, this drops my value for both Devonta Smith and AJ Brown in that Jalen Hurts just consumes such a significant number of plays with those rushes that it just lowers the value for other guys on his team. But anyway, um, I, I think that Devonta Smith is a phenomenal play here at wide receiver. I, I don't think I have to say much more than that. Yeah, he's so phenomenal. He's wide receiver 22 this year. That is That is a wide receiver too. I had him at 27 with what I was looking at, but okay. I might have been looking at standard instead of updating at the half point. Sorry about that. So, like, real question. Does anybody still play standard scoring? Like, is that – do you guys play in any standard leagues? I was invited to a standard league. Um, I chose not to to play because I'm kind of maxed out. But um, I – there are definitely people who do, yes. Interesting. I was just thought PPR was just the better way to play, but I I guess that standard was like the original. I mean, I'm I'm still like I'm what five years into my fantasy football journey, so maybe I just missed the uh, everyone plays standard type scoring. But uh, how about you, Tyler? Any standard leagues? No, but uh, I like people people resist change or or like like stability, and sometimes with change there comes loss. And people don't want to lose fantasy. <laughs> so they, they don't necessarily make the shift. If they're playing standard, they've probably been playing for a while. Uh, and the PPR is a new game, and they want to play a game they can win um, a little bit. It changes I think scenario. that standard values generally running backs, and that's kind of the fantasy old-school mentality is you need to get two good running backs. That's how you build a team. Your team's going to be good. Whereas if you get folks who are at half point or full point PPR, that's really saying, hey, we want we want elite wide receivers to sort of run the day. And I think that you've seen that to kind of keep fantasy performance um, where people expected back when there were more dominant running backs. And I think that's actually part of the reason you've seen the shift is people like having like dominant players it just makes it more fun. And by doing PPR now, now that we see more of a passing league, I think that folks just kind of latched onto that. Right. 
PPR also allows you to have a deeper league. Like there's just more guys that have value that you can get points to. And so that's why I like PPR. Uh, I like it for dynasty. I would not, I would not even consider a dynasty league that was like standard. Um, but like, I, I can see where guys stick with it. It's more simple. Um, and you know, it, and if if you're still using calculators to calculate points, you know why not? If you're still mailing your lineup card yeah. every week with the U.S. Postal Service, yeah, for sure. You just go get a paper and you can read the box score and then you can just kind of yeah, write put down it all together. Everybody's uh, speaking point. of box, I want to know score. one thing that I actually like about uh, the super old like 1997 way of playing fantasy football. As I was talking to a buddy of mine who's a little older than I am in his late 40s. And he said that if you had a guy who got hurt, right? So, like, this past week, if you had – I'm trying to think of somebody who went like out. Like, Naeem Hines got hurt on the first drive. Of Naeem the game. Hines, right? You started Naeem Hines, he got hurt in the first play. You would just get his backup's points. No kidding. Like, you would just get him. Like, it wasn't, like, a thing. You had to have money roster. Like, it was just like, yep, okay, cool. Like, I'll give you the points that his backup got. And, like, it just wasn't that big a deal – and a lot of times, like, you had no idea that you won until, like, Thursday. Like, very few people were, like, because it just was harder to do. So your commissioner was calculating up everybody's points and then literally mailing them out. Mailing them. Not an email. But, like, literally had to mail out results to the league. And you wouldn't know you won until, like, Thursday. I think that's, like, a big reason why, you know, uh, older leagues and stuff like that had, like, commissioner's fees. Because, like, that dude's got to put in some work. Whereas, like, I'm the commissioner and, and Ben and my shared dynasty league. Like, I don't really do a ton. I'm available if you got any questions or something like that. But, like, you had yeah, to, I put, like, help I, one guy with one thing this year. Right? Yeah, I put, it, I put it together. I put the bylaws together. And it's like, you know, my whole job is just, like, be entertaining in the chat. And then that always misses sometimes, except for, you know, every once in a while I pop out a banger for some power rankings, except for last week. It's not great. Uh, anyways, we got off on this weird tangent that I asked a weird question about. Uh, we are on Tyler's sneaky wide receiver start. Yeah, so to close up that tangent, I would love to talk about different rules that we could implement on a future podcast. Uh, but what I'm going to say is this. Um, Romeo Dobbs, uh, why did I pick him? Uh, he's going against the Jets. I think we're. I'm waiting for the breakout. I'm going to say we're going to have 100 yards and a touchdown in this game. I'm going to just manifest it into existence. Support my take from yesterday. To disagree with Tyler, I'm going to predict that for Alan Lazard because he's already done both of those things and it's just better at football. Anyway, I think I read somewhere that he's got either a touchdown or a hundred yards in every game this year. Lazard does every game that he's played. Correct. Well, yeah, I mean every game he's played, so for sure. Then uh, I want to make a little wager on this. Um, if if Dobbs outscores Lazard. Um, I need your fourth round pick next year uh, in our Montreat League. So we're putting our Montreat League fourth round pick on this? Yeah, let's do it. Um, uh, do what you the heck? Me? I'm in. I'm in. Let's do it. Let's, let's roll, run. baby. Let's so, go. So let's be clear because we have it on air here. Is it that Dobbs has to hit 100 yards in a touchdown or – is it just the risk, like the uh, stat lines? But I'm going Dobbs over Lazard. So Romeo Dobbs has to finish with more fantasy points than on Lazard. Yes. I, that's so random that it feels a little silly, 
But you know what? Having fourth round picks in a 10 team league is also completely silly. And so uh, I say, what the heck? I think I have two. I certainly don't need two. Um, sure. Let's do it, Tyler. Maybe I'll have three. Boom. I'm going to laugh if I already own your fourth round pick. It, it 50 50 chance. <laughs> <laughs> well, shout out to the Montreat guys who listen to the show. Ben and Tyler are fantastic. Uh, let's finish strong here. I've got. Uh, a tight end outside of the top 12 tight ends that I think you should start this week, uh, health pending, of course, is Kyle Pitts. LOL. Start I Kyle 1,000% Pitts. own Tyler's fourth round pick already. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Fantastic. Anyway, sorry, Andy. You've already won. No, it's, it's funny because Kyle Pitts is, I think, like tight end 30-something at this point. Um, if you got him, you got to start him. Otherwise, I did have a backup here. Uh, I said Evan Ingram, who's currently tight end 13, uh, perfectly fine to stream at this point if you need a tight end. Um, but yeah, Kyle Pitts, you, the, I don't know what's going on with him. You, you got to start him. It's just if you put that kind of draft capital, you got to start him if he's healthy. Start Kyle Pitts. Ben, go ahead. Um, yeah, sure. Start Kyle Pitts if you want to score two points. Anyway, the um, breakout's coming, Ben. The breakout is coming eventually. Now for Kyle Pitts, I thought Either Kyle now Pitts or 2025, it will come. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, I thought Kyle Pitts was gonna be one of the greatest fantasy tight ends ever, and just maybe he's tight end Trent Richardson. Anyway, hey, uh, hey, hey, yeah. don't do not besperch my man Kyle Pitts okay you take that back right now all right Falcons fans moving on <laughs> the guy I'm taking is uh Daniel Bellinger for the New York football Giants here the Giants don't really have guys who run routes and catch passes also known as wide receivers uh, on their team not very many of them the ones they have are not very good uh Bellinger keeps getting some targets they actually have started to get him involved here in the red zone. He had a kind of a weird double reverse uh, rush that he scored on this past week where it looked like he was actually going to throw. And then he realized, Hey, I'm six foot five and 240 pounds. I should just run into the end zone. Um, and that worked out great for him, but he just is getting more and more involved in the giants offense and just seems like kind of a, a little bit better than just a guy at tight ends. Um, he's young. He's only 22. Maybe we're going to see some additional explosiveness out of him. I like, I like Daniel Bellinger. All right, Tyler, who is a uh, finish us strong. Who do you like this week? Yeah. To close us out as long as he's playing, I think he's going to play Dawson Knox uh, because the bills are playing the chiefs and the over under in that game is 54 points. And I just want something in that game. Give and me Knox could be the most affordable. Give me all the over. Like, yeah, uh, I, I'm ready for playoffs part two in the regular season. If I could camp out in front of that game, I would do it. I think I, I read as a Twitter post from a, a relatively uh, well-known fantasy person. I can't put my finger on who it was that I saw. It was kind of doom scrolling, but uh, they said there's a really good chance. He's like, I almost want to take the over on like there being over 80 points scored. Like it could very well be like 40 something to 40 something just with the way these two offenses are and how bad the defenses have been to an extent. So, yeah, give me any piece of, of that situation. So, um, the winner. I, I just want to point out that nothing about the Bills defense has been bad. 
Bill's defense has been really phenomenally good. They're hurting the entire secondary. Yeah. They their, have defense, their defense is really good. Okay. I understand they're banged up, but I'm saying like any metric, any anything, you look at the Bills defense, they've, they've been unbelievable. Yeah, let, let, I'll clarify and say they are banged up, not bad, but like I'll take pieces of a good team against a banged up defense in most respects. Then you should totally sit Patrick Mahomes this week. Should I, I should sit Patrick Mahomes, huh? Absolutely. Play Jimmy Garoppolo. That's an option for you. Are we are we playing each other? I haven't even looked at No, but I do want your fourth round pick. <laughs> <laughs> and it could be yours if Romeo Dobbs has a great game, but uh that's anyway, the Tecmo team. What's that? I just said anyway, Tecmo team. Anyway, Tecmo team, that's gonna do it for us uh for this Thursday. Go uh I'm I'm gonna loosely use the word enjoy the bears and commanders game this evening uh if you want to do that great if not there's always condensed games on youtube you can catch like 15 minutes of what's actually going on if there's even that many types of highlights that's up to them so uh that's going to do it for us tyler ben any words of wisdom for the tecmo team before we sign up tecmo team hop on twitter and tell me whether or not i should play curtis samuel over jk dobbins or ceh this week I didn't this past week, and it meant I lost after some people who may be sitting on this podcast with me told me I should play Curtis Samuel. So help me out. Um, Am I playing Curtis Samuel tonight or not? That would be fantastic. Let me know. It'll be a poll on our Twitter page. Make sure you catch us at Tecmo Bros. Give Ben some help. He's got to figure it out because he has no idea what's going on and he'd love a little bit of uh, direction. So once again, at Tecmo Bros, we'll catch you guys tomorrow. We're going to be trying to rank the top 10 dynasty wide receiver assets. Pray for us. That's going to be a fun time. We'll see you guys tomorrow.